Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon. Today, I am talking with Dave Molenda. Dave is in the snow-covered city up in Wisconsin somewhere today. Dave, thanks for, thanks for braving the snow and being my guest. Hey, you weren't supposed to tell them where I am. My parole officer <laughs> might not know where I am. Ooh, that's so true. Now, yeah. now, now I'm in trouble. So thanks nice. a lot, Michael. Hey, just come down to Arkansas. He'll never find you here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. Will I get that accent too? Or do I got to wait? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we can accent. make sure we transfer the accent because that's half the deal, right? Good. Absolutely. Well, and thanks we'll for teach you how to hang out with you. We'll teach you how to say y'all. There you go. Good. That seems to be the phrase down here. But anyway, uh, Dave is, is uh, wow, he's, you got all kinds of things going on. Number one Amazon bestselling author. Congratulations. Love Thank that. You. His book's, book is Growing on Purpose. And we're going to talk some about that. But Dave has spent like, you know, he's been in business for a long time, been 30 years or so, grew a company over $10 million in annual sales, then sold it. Now yep. he helps small business owners build business, but building teams and things. So that's really what I, I, I want to dive into, Dave, sure. because you really approach it from a different angle. But as we get in there, talk to us, tell us about how did you get to what you're doing today? Sure, absolutely. So way back to 2012 or 2008, when the, uh, you know, everything crashed, uh, yes. we had a business that was heavily uh, involved in construction and our building permits up here went down about 90%. So just imagine your, you know, your 90% of your sales are gone overnight. So we had 17 people on our team and we thought, you know, we can either close, we can, you know, what are we going to do? And I had a business partner at the time. And so we decided to actually grow. Uh, and, and part of that growth was the thought was if we can teach our customers to stay in business, we'll stay in business. So we help them with everything to keep them in business, marketing, sales, you know, just teach them whatever they could. And fast forward to 2012, uh, we got through the tough patch. We actually grew 47% during that time. And uh, we were just about at 10 million in annual sales. And that's when I realized I had a huge passion to continue that training piece so I sold uh, my interest in my business and started Positive Polarity, and I just love coming alongside people and helping them uh, grow on purpose as well. That's awesome. That, that is so cool. And I, I love the name of the book, Growing on Purpose, because so many times we get, um, I mean, entrepreneurs, we're idea generating guys, right? And you, you put yourself in circles, you go on the internet, and it's all about money, 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 yep. money, 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 money. And it's like, yeah, I mean, money's a factor. We got to have it in there. But if that's what you're chasing, you're going to end up hollow. Yep. But growing yep. on purpose, the money can come, but you're, you're really focused there. And I love what you're doing because business owners typically, I find, are really good at what they do, yes. but there's, they don't have a lot of strengths many times in marketing, sales, yep. automation, hiring, building absolutely. a team. So let's talk about that and what you, what yeah. you found and how do you help people? Yeah, absolutely. So I run into a ton of people, Michael, that grow by mistake. You know, the, if you ask them, how did you get here? ask them what path, you know, if I, if I want to follow in your footsteps, what would I do? 
Well, I tell you what, very few people have a really good plan. So I thought, you know, rather than grow by mistake, I want to grow on purpose. And so the purpose really came about with two pieces where, you know, there's three parts to our business. There's the product or service that we sell. There is the people that we sell to. And then there's the people that do the work to get that done, our team. My focus is on the customer and on our team because... There's a lot of research done on, on team. There's a lot of research done on improving your customer's experience, but we didn't have a lot of uh, research connecting the two. So my book connects the two. And it's pretty much boils down to this, Michael, a disengaged team most likely provides a poor customer experience. Well, the opposite is true. An engaged team tends to provide a really solid experience. And we all know as consumers, when we've had a good experience um, or a bad experience, and usually it's pretty tied into how good or bad the team is. So I just enjoy helping business owners make that connection between their customers and their team. Yeah. And that's huge because so many, you know, I, I, I think the number one myth in business, the one that I hear the most is I, you know, I just need more leads. So yeah. we get leads and then they get popped into, let's say, a, a sales call or a, or a consultation, whatever you call it, with a an employee who's not dialed in, not bought in, not something, and you lose that sale. Yep. Well, maybe a better way to grow your business is to work on your team. Let's talk about let's talk about the team aspect and what are some things business owners should be looking at. Yeah, absolutely. Well, interesting. The big blind spot that business owners have is Gallup does a poll every year and they ask how many of your people are engaged in your business, in your job, how many people show up every day engaged in their job. And unfortunately in the U S about one in three people show up every day engaged, which means if I have, you know, 10 people on my team, that means really only three people on my team are looking out for me, looking out for my customer and looking out for my business. The other seven, you know, are trying to say, hey, it's not my job. They're trying to do as little as possible. They're trying to skate through the day so that they can get home. And it's sad because that's the state. I mean, that's according to Gallup. That's not like something I just made up. Right. Gallup does this every year. So we have a big disparity between where we are and where we want to be. And so there's a ton of things that we can do to engage our team and a lot of it that we work with, that doesn't even cost money. I mean, think about the last time, if you're listening, think of the last time and you have a team, think of the last time you told somebody on your team, great job for doing X. I mean, that doesn't cost anything, but boy, I tell you what, statistics show, Michael, that that is such a huge motivator and engager is catching people doing the right thing. It's super easy, right, to say, hey, get back to work, quit, you know, you're taking too long in the bathroom, you're doing this wrong, whatever. It's super easy to do all that. Yep. And we tend to struggle as entrepreneurs and business owners to actually catch people doing something right. So the first thing I would strongly encourage everybody that has a team is go back. The next time you see somebody go out of your way to say what a great job they did, not just in general, but hey, Sally, you did a great job with that customer on the phone the other day or whatever it is, make it very, very specific. Yep, that's that's awesome. I'm going to jump in here. One of my one of my favorite softwares that my audience knows is Loom, L-O-O-M. Okay. And it's a video software where I can do video, short video messages oh, sure. to whatever. 
and and a couple of stories real quick. You know, we've built a great team and, and I'm really good at encouraging because that's one of my gifts. So we have a we have a VA in the Philippines who does a okay. lot of workforce, right? And sure. she did something there that was awesome. I sent her a loom video. So Jane, yep. thank you for doing this. You did great. You're, yep. I got an email back, not from her. Well, I did get an email back from her, but a day later, I got an email back from her manager saying she was beaming. Yep. Because, and I thought, okay, she'll work for that for the next. Yep. <laughs> you know, we will work for a compliment of kudos way Absolutely. better than money. So a, a little thing like a Loom video or stopping by and saying, you know, Dave, thank you. I really Absolutely. appreciate how you took the extra effort on that one thing. I Thank yep. you. Yeah. You're done. Absolutely. Yep. And what'd that cost you, right? I mean, three you know, minutes I, of time, five minutes of time. And if you if you built a habit, okay, so I'm old fashioned, Dave. I send thank yous to people personal. I mean, sure. handwritten thank you. Yep. And I I have stacks of them here. And mm-hmm. what if what if somebody a business owner just had a stack of um gotcha cards? Sure. Or, yep. or caught you. I caught yep. you doing yep. something yep. great, and you yep. start handing them. Absolutely. Super simple. Sorry. Yeah, no. And the funny thing is, is I'm sure there's people listening right now, Michael, that are like, oh, I got a great idea. I'm going to have my assistant send out thank yous, you know? Yeah, right. (laughs) It's like, you know, because I I have my own podcast and I interview people every week, business owners, entrepreneurs from around the world. And the same thing comes up is I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I get that you don't have time. The reality is, is if you don't have time, then don't be upset when your people leave and you have high turnover because high turnover and disengagement go hand in hand because who wants to hang out on a team that's not engaged and doesn't have any clue where they're going, doesn't understand what part they play on the team. They just show up and, you know, again, get as little done as possible. That's right. And I don't know if it's Gallup, but one of those big organizations talked, did research on how much more expensive it is to find a new employee than to keep a current one. Yep. Absolutely. So yep. yeah, you may not have time, but you're, you're spending a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same with the customer because, you know, if the team's not engaged and the customer's not engaged, they're not coming back. And it's seven or eight times easier to sell something to an existing customer than it is to go find a new one. So there's a significant it's, amount of money savings right there. That. Plus the referrals you'll get from a great customer experience. Yeah. You know, it's yep. just, it's mind blowing. And that's why people need to read your book <laughs> because it's not all about Facebook ads and webinars. I mean, those are all good. At, they have their place, yep. but if you're missing these components and not thinking about your customer. So let's, we've talked a little bit about team. Yeah. And if, if your our listeners would do that one thing on their team, give yep. affirmations to your team. catch them doing something right i think zig ziglar wrote a book one time he wrote a couple books but he it was that be a good finder sure was his theme and i thought that's really good so let's talk about the customer experience and and how you help them with that aspect as well sure i mean it's really similar scenario in that i always think of my customer as my external customer and then my team as my internal customer you know so i mean i'm really kind of treating them the same the same thing to the entrepreneur. When's the last time that you, you know, reached out to your customer for no reason other than to say thank you or no reason other than to say, you know, I'm so appreciative. I value what's going on here. You know, it's so easy to get stuck in, oh, I'm going to look my AR and I'm going to call about a bill or I'm going to call about a shipment. There's always a reason like that. 
And again, they appreciate just getting that call saying, you know what, we were talking about you today. Were your ears ringing, John? Because I tell you what, we love working with you guys. You guys are awesome in these ways. I mean, the, the likelihood of John now telling somebody else yeah. in his company and all of a sudden your positivity is pretty much spreading everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm in a mastermind group and one of the guys said um, something he's done for years is to, to get a list of your best clients, right? And he says, I just text them. And I, so I would text you and I say, Dave, I just wanted to say thank you. Yep. That's it. He's like, and they're sitting there right. going, for what? And it starts yeah. a conversation back and forth. Sure. And I thought that was pretty brilliant. He's like, do it yep. heartfelt, do it honestly. Right. Yep. But how many times do we hide from our clients because we don't know what to say? Right. We can't say thank you. To, I appreciate your business. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. And I think we also tend to forget to look at um, this from the customer's perspective, you know, and, and it's, it's so easy, especially today's world, there's, it's so divided, there's one side or the other. And so, you know, try and sit on the same side as your customer. You know, I mean, if you look at a six, you, and it's either a six or a nine, depending on what your perspective, and they're both right in that perspective. So I always challenge business owners, you know what, come around on the other side of the table and sit next to your customer rather than across from them, because you're going to see that your nine is his six or vice versa. And it's really hard to, you know, continue to argue or take a stance or disagree or try and one up your customer when you're sitting next to them looking at the problem the same way. It really is. Yeah, that's fascinating. I teach uh, my wife and I have done a lot of uh, biblical marriage counseling and things. And sure. we teach that principle that in marriage, don't have a conversation about an issue across the table because you're eyeball to eyeball. Yep. Get along the same side, shoulder to shoulder. Yep. Put put something out in the middle of the table and say, that's the issue, whatever it is. Let's talk about that. You're totally right. That It just deflates things. And now we're a team. Together, we can fix that, whatever that is. Well, you know, Michael, this doesn't work in marriage. Come on. This is this just works in business. <laughs> so. right. yeah. yeah, totally different playbook yeah, over there. Exactly. No. no, and that's how I learned it because my wife and I of all places were at McDonald's and we were sitting across from each other and all of a sudden we're enjoying life. And for whatever reason, I don't remember what it was, an argument showed up. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I teach this. So I got up and I literally sat next to her in the booth and I said, you know what, let's look at this from the same side. And it did, it really deflated what was going on. And yeah. so why not do that with your customer? I think that that's just, a un unfortunately, that empathy piece and that vulnerability piece are two pieces that are really missing in today's business world. It is. And it's fascinating because it's ingrained in us from the very beginning of, of sales training or yep. anything, you know, there's yep. me, there's the desk and there's you Yeah. Absolutely. versus let's come in. One of, one of the financial advisors we've worked with, I'd walk into his office and there was a waiting room and all. And then he would take me back to another room and it had like a little love seat and two chairs and it looked more like a living room. Sure. And he says, this is where I always do my meetings. Sure. Cause I take notes and things he's, and he had all the equipment, but he's like, People feel so much more comfortable here than back in my, and I thought, okay, that yeah. was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we've been taught to keep the cards close to the vest. Don't let yeah. them see you sweat. 
you know, I mean, in negotiation, it's always a bad thing to show them a weakness. And so you, how do you go from that to being a vulnerable, empathetic leader? That's why teams are struggling, because it's a really hard transition. You learn this, but now you need to do that. So it's it's really yeah. challenging. Well, and it is, you know, I'm looking behind you and I see the DISC certified thing on the back. Yeah. And a lot of times entrepreneurs are, are the behind D, the drivers, yep, and oh, everything you're talking about is fluff. Come on, man, get on with it. But get your job. To, it's like, you know, you've got to be able to play the other game. And if you can't, yep. you need to hire somebody who can. Absolutely. So I love the disc profile and, yeah. and all that. And people need to take that. I just took the other one. I mean, I've done disc. Is yeah. Col Colby? There's so many of them. There are so there. many out there. Yeah. I think yeah. they all are good to as snapshots and to say, who am I? Yep. And the thing I love is whenever I get the report back, it's like, how do they know that that is me? How do they? Right? Exactly. But that helps me communicate with my team. Yep, for sure. And you realize your team has all different personalities yep. and the likelihood that they're driving into work, trying to find ways to irritate you as the business owner, usually doesn't happen. It shows up once they get there, something irritates them, something sets them off, something provides, you know, uh, instability. And a lot of times it's us as leaders. I mean, you know, the uh, statistics show that about three out of four people right now leave their job because of the leader. So that's on us, you know, that's Absolutely. really on us to, as leaders to provide the best environment we can for our team. Yeah. And, and it, it just, you know, I just, it's funny. We're at the end of one of our book publishing things for a client and I was on a conversation with him and he was praising my teammates, you know, the, the different people he had worked with through the process. Sure. Yep. And at the end, he's like, you've really put together a great team. And I sat yep. back and I said, thank you. Yep. It didn't happen by accident, right? Thank you, Jesus, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And most of my team have been with me for a long time because I, I mean, encouragement is in, in affirmation. That's one of the things. I'm only good at four things, Dave. You don't know that my audience, I'm only good at four things. Sure. And affirmation is one of those things. Good. Well, that's and, good. And it is good for a leader to do that because I'm always looking for ways to say, well done. Thank you for that. And and it, it plays out because my team treats my clients that way as well. Right. Absolutely. Because, I mean, if you show up every day and you are totally getting, you know, abused, why? I mean, it affects your family. It affects your personal life, physical life. I mean, who wants to be in that scenario? So, I mean, even if leaders don't want to provide a good environment because they don't know about it they don't care whatever i mean you almost have to in today's world otherwise like you said before the expensive turnover is just astronomical it is and, and I, i'd really encourage business owners at, at all levels but if you're not in tune make sure you have either get in tune yourself or find a way to do it because i was at a, a organization before I, I started my company yep big organization 350 people there and there was this gap between leadership mm. and the people sure but leadership didn't see it because whenever they would walk around, everybody's like, oh, got to get busy, right? And, and, yep. and hi, how are you, Dave? Yeah. But, but when they left, holy, but there was yep. this gap of communication because leadership, yep. I don't, so you got to fix that. Right, yep, and, and that will help your business grow more profits because you're going to have better team who's serving clients better who's on board with what you're doing because they have job security and they love what they do. And it's like, 
Okay, this isn't rocket science. This is pretty yeah. simple stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and it's funny. I do 10 tips to better communicate, travel around the country and do that to groups. And so it's funny. One time a guy comes up to me after, and I don't remember where I was. I think I was in, I think I was in Arkansas. Great place to be. Guy, guy comes up and he says, you know what, Dave didn't learn a thing. And I'm, you know, like, I was kind of taken back by it, but fortunately I thought about it for a second. I said, you know what, these are not really to learn. The question is not how many do you know, how many are you doing every day? And then the lights clicked on for them. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, it's, communication isn't like this really mysterious thing. It's just a matter of a couple simple things that we tend to forget. Yeah. And then when we forget, we go ahead and just go off in our own direction. And the communication doesn't go nearly as good as it's supposed to. Absolutely. Yeah, I was in my mastermind group today and somebody brought out a statistic we were talking about selling and things, and they said statistically, all the research comes out that the best salespeople in a in a sixty minute conversation, the best salespeople speak for about like it was like eighteen minutes, sixteen. Yep. I mean, because we need to be listening and hearing yep. to say, are we even a good fit? Can I solve your problem? The only way I'll know that is by listening. Absolutely. If you're not talking, if you're talking more than a third of the time, to your point. In sales, you're in, you're in trouble. At work, at a business perspective, if you're a business owner, hopefully you're listening way more than you're talking because then, you know, I love what Steve Jobs said, you know, he didn't hire, you know, um, smart people or dumb people and tell them what to do. He hired smart people so they would tell them what to do. And that's just so cool because I don't know everything. So I really want to listen way more than I'm talking. Absolutely. And, and to empower your teammates to run their department, right? And yep. that's what we've tried to do is like, okay, you're over the writing stage, right? And they'll come back to me and ask me some questions. I'm like, well, here's what I would do, but it's your decision. I want you to run that because you're much better at that than I am. Sure. Right? Yep. Again, that's outside of my four things. So you go yeah. do that. But, <laughs> yep. but I know I'm the boss, the buck starts here, so I can guide and direct, but really it's empowering them, loving them, finding ways to say, Kudos, way to go. And notes, looms, verbal affirmations, attaboys. It's yep. not hard. And yep. whether you do that with your team and or your clients yep. and or your vendors. I sent a loom to a vendor today. I said, right. hey, thank you so much. It came in. This is awesome. And she sent me an email back and said, thank you. I mean, there you go. Yep. It's, yeah, it's, it's vendors are way off and forgotten, aren't they? Oh, they really are. And many times we can't do what we need to do without them. So they are an integral part of our of our company. How can how can people reach you in, in what what would be a good next step for somebody? You've intrigued us a little bit around sure. and I love this around building team. How do you do team? How do you do how do you take care of your clients? What do you have? What do you have that business owners can can find helpful? Well, a couple things. I mean, I would say we talked about disc. So we have a forty-eight page assessment that, like, you answer some questions and you look at that and you go, "How in the world did you know that about me from those questions?" Right. Yeah. So I'd be more than happy to provide a free uh, assessment for your for your listeners. They just email me at dave at positivepolarity.com. And we will send a link and then you take 15 minutes of your life and invest in it. And then you get the results and you never hear from me again, unless you want to, but this all really starts with us. It's really hard to build your team. If you don't understand your strengths 
your weaknesses, how to communicate with, you know, your, how you want to be communicated with. So it really starts with us as leaders. So if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to do this for my team and I'm not going to be involved, that, that doesn't work for me because we can't really fix something, you know, that's like going to the doctor and the guy says, so, you know, what's going on today? And you're like, you tell me. And the guy says, well, what hurts? Well, you tell me. I mean, it just, you're you know, the doctor. Yeah, you're the doctor. Come on, Michael, you tell that's me what's crazy. going on. I don't know. You know, so that's, you know, at least the guy says, hey, my elbow hurts. So at least they push you in the right direction. You got to start with self-awareness. You got to start with yourself. That's great. That And the disc is, the disc profile is very, very helpful. Absolutely. So that, that's a phenomenal uh, resource. Yeah. I mean, and it's so normally we charge like 150 bucks for these. So this is not, you know, yeah. something like you can get four page ones online for free and stuff like that, which work great. But yeah. if you want to dig deep into yourself, it really is, uh, you know, a cool place to start. So that would be my suggestion to start there, Michael. Awesome. Well, we'll have that in the show notes. I can just email Perfect. you and, and get that and and uh, reach out. Obviously, your book's on, on uh, Amazon, right? And they yep. can find it, get a copy from, from that, read about it. I know yep. you do some coaching. So um, website, what's the best website if they wanted to go to find you online? Yep. Or, or, or is it just email? Or what? what's the Dave best thing? .com, super easy. So yeah, I love complex easy. websites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, and you know, somebody's read your book, when you go on um, Amazon and there's used copies and yes. you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, somebody actually like bought the book. So it's Absolutely. pretty cool. It, it is very cool. So, well, Dave, thanks for uh, spending some time with me and sharing Absolutely. some things. You're, you're really approaching it from a, a different perspective, which I appreciate because it really is, is valuing people. It's starting with yourself, yep. valuing and building your team, your clients, your vendors. And, and when you build that little habit, it's going to pour over into your family life, your church life, wherever, and, yep. and you're going to see the radical changes when you apply, I love this, positive polarity to you how go. you operate. I love that. That's a good Absolutely. name. Good cool. Name. Well, brother, thanks for the time. I appreciate it, and um, we will stay in touch, I am certain. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.